boys and girls. We proudly present this podcast to you in all its glory. They are the bearded wonders, the twin sons from different mothers. He is Blake. He is Sal. And together they are the Blake and Sal Show. And if you're not okay with that, I have two words for you. Stay tuned. Show apparently Halloween edition. <laughs> <laughs> Episode number two thirty six. I'm Blake. Let me be on my co-host, the biggest deal in podcasting, the man behind our opening theme song. Sal, how you doing? <laughs> I, I, I can't stop laughing because it's so perfect. <laughs> and in the studio, have another one too, but it's not as good. Well, in the studio, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Mark. Dad, how you doing? Hi. I'm doing well. <laughs> Um, this is the newest boy band sensation, the Slash Street Boys, and this is uh, I'll Kill You That Way. Happy Halloween, everyone. What, what, you, you, you couldn't get Ahmed the dead terrorist and say, I kill you! <laughs> no, this is much better. I don't think I need to play for it because I was scrambling this morning, but I still hear it on the still hear it on the show. Wow. I'm so <laughs> Can't do the monster mash or thriller. No, this is totally obscure. Oh, the fact uh, is, this is so obscure. This is not being played on Spotify. I had to go on YouTube to find this. So <laughs> A hidden gem. They have another song too, another Backstreet Boys cover, but it wasn't as good. It wasn't as funny as this one. There's only a minute left. No. I'm just letting it play out. There's only a minute left. <laughs> what is it? The other cover song was what? <laughs> Quit playing games with my heart attack or what? <laughs> wow. I, don't even, I don't even remember what the other one was. Hold well, on, let me see if I can look it up. I'll, normally I don't put the songs out, but there's only a minute left, so I'm just going to turn the volume up and finish this off. Oh, 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 oh,
Wow. Okay, there, the other <laughs> one, did everyone the other get one, their... Uh, the first... Their first one was their uh, cover of Everybody, and it's called Slashing Bodies. Oh, I've seen that one. I've seen that one. I've seen that one. <laughs> so, everyone, did you get your lighters out for this? Okay. Well, what's actually going to be? Help shout, support, out, help. shout out to the Slash Street Boys. <laughs> help support the show by shopping through the Amazon link on thelickandstyleshow.com. We have to get back to normal here. <laughs> <laughs> you can now buy our shirts, stickers, hoodies. And more from our T Public store. Uh, click on the T Public link on our website, or go to tpublic.com uh, and search the Blake and Sal Show. Hi everyone, it's Mandy, and when I'm not playing Mrs. Blake or Dean Ambrose's biggest fan, or spoiler alert, Olga, I can be found on mkemomsblog.com. There are 30 amazing women in the Milwaukee area who make up the MKE Moms Blog team, and we're all passionate about giving back to the community, about life, and loving our families. You can find us over on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, or at mkemomsblog.com. Please check it out and support us. Thanks! Mother, we play that commercial every week. Uh, Mandy actually has a new blog up right now. So, nice. live, as of we're doing this show, as we're recording this show, it's up live, so it's very cool. And also... If you've nice. ever wanted to hear people talk about a movie, and that movie was Clerks, this is the podcast for you. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, all over your internet. So, um, quick, I, I asked to actually plug a couple of things here. First of all, um, this last, the last show we did, I promoted us being at Ace Comic Con. Well, this time, <laughs> this show, I have to promote that Matt and Kyle are going to be at Pointerville Cider Fest. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently, that's our month. It's cons, apparently. That's the month of October for us. Um, so they'll be at Pointerville Cider Fest at the Hyatt Regency Hotel in Milwaukee downtown. They'll be there Saturday and Sunday covering the show. This past passes and all that fun stuff. It's just like they did last year. And then you'll hear it here on the feed next week. Um, quick programming note. If you just heard the Blake and Sal show and didn't look above your in this feed, and you're oh you're just very confused <laughs> because there were two shows this morning, <laughs> Pucks and Paulus dropped right before our show this morning, and um, it is Mandy going through her picks for Evolution, and I'm not gonna lie, it's a good listen because she is not happy with this show on any level. <laughs> she is not wow. happy, and it, it it is shown literally. 30 seconds into the minute I start playing the Evolution theme music, she is not happy with the show on any level. <laughs> I think she's only happy with one match, and I think that's the last women standing match. That's about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So, enjoy that. It's right before this on the feed. So, if you're very confused, wondering why there is two, like, you if you reset your show, and then two shows popped up, and you're trying to figure out why, that's why. There <laughs> you go. You know, it's, uh, not like, yeah. it's not like I've been promoting this for a month, but Whatever, new listeners. <laughs> I am now no longer confused. Um, also, quick programming note, next week, obviously the point of a Cider Fest coverage, but because there is so much going on, on a normal week, Sal, Pucks and Polish this week, if it wasn't Evolution Weekend, it would have been me and Mandy talking about, because we went to it's the In Heights on Saturday, and we wanted to do a review mm-hmm. of it, and that normally would have been this week's show. We're doing that next mm-hmm. week. We're going to do that next week. Okay. So people can hear our, interview, our, our information about all our thoughts about In the Heights, which, by the way, was a fucking blast. 
We had so <laughs> much fun. So if you're in the area, they're still doing shows till Sunday, and there's like five more shows. Go see this damn show before it leaves. It is so much fun. So, all right, I think that's everything. I guess we should get into the show. And I haven't played this in weeks because we've been breaking the format. But since this is an all-wrestling show today... Did somebody call for the nature boy, Ric Flair, to come on here and say a thing or two? You all deserve this. Under the sea, under the sea. Oh, don't worry, you could have seen the commando. Hey, that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. I could have What a wonderful phrase. That's so ratchet. I'm the only one who blows my girl. Lana is the best. Lana number one. Listen, because, 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 I am Lance Catamaran. I feel like, I feel like I owe everybody an apology. For months. Maybe even a full year, I've come out here and spoke as Roman Reigns, and I said a lot of things, you know. I said that I'd be here every single week. I said I'd be a fighting champion. I said I was going to be consistent, and I said I was going to be a workhorse, but that's all lies. It's a lie because the reality is my real name is Joe. And I've been living with leukemia for 11 years. And unfortunately, it's back. And because the leukemia is back, I cannot fulfill my role. I can't be that fighting champion. And I'm gonna have to relinquish the Universal Championship. Well, there was, was there a doubt? What the first thing we were going to be talking about today was going to be. <laughs> Let's be completely honest here. Omen Reigns has been the talk of the internet world and the wrestling world since uh, about uh -huh. 702, uh, 7.02 Central Time on Monday. <laughs> and, yeah. and his announcement went even made national headlines Yeah, this news. has been the biggest wrestling story I think I've seen in years. Like, this is unbelievable how big yeah. it's become. Mm -hmm. Well... And Wade Keller said it perfectly. The where were you when this happened moment in wrestling. We haven't had one of these in a very long time. Roman Reigns has had leukemia. <laughs> Weird. It's uh, just a straight sentence. Well, <laughs> as he goes on to his explanation, he fought it and came back. Yes. And now it's resurfaced and he's, he's going to be very aggressive on it. He said that. So he basically wins the second round of it, and it basically, it, it, it you can tell, very emotional and very personal. But I think also with his announcement that I think is focusing on more attention with people that have leukemia and their will to fight it and their strength to fight it. So 
I think you look at this as a, if you want to say, teaching tool or an epiphany moment where, well, he says he has this and he fought it once. I've got it and I can fight it also along with him. It's weird that this happened on Monday and then literally 48 hours later, as Devils fans and hockey fans, we get the news that Brian Boyle is is in remission. It's crazy that this happened in the same week. Uh-huh. Sal, your thoughts on everything? Because this has been a, emotional. It was an emotional, like, 20 minutes. It was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, like I like I said on Twitter, it was definitely not what I was expecting at all to come out of his mouth. Um, and it's, it's really a shame. I mean, you know, all jokes aside, you know, all whatever aside, um... I mean, you I mean, even in that video clip, you you can hear the crowd was dead silent. That's why I wanted to play you that the hear- way I did. You could hear the minute I said it to Dad. The minute he says, "My name is Joe," things get real, and the crowd realizes yeah. something's about to happen they didn't expect. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when but um, yeah, when when he broke character and said his real name, then you kind of knew that other things that he was talking about were going to be very serious. Mm-hmm. Well, the crazy part was we're watching it live, and me and CJ are always watching our live. And I'm talking to you, like we always. Do. This is a Monday thing. We do it every Monday. It kind of gets me through raw mm-hmm. by talking to you. And Mandy was about to run out to do an right now because she was having a night, and she just wanted to get out of the house for a little while. So she was in the kitchen talking to mom, and dad. So I'm like, Mandy, get back in here, <laughs> get back in here. I, I I think I just heard what I think I just heard. Get in here. <laughs> You're going to want to see this. So, mm-hmm. shocking, crazy. Now, I have a question. Do you guys have, I think it's, it's kind of weird that he didn't tell anybody? Like, you could tell on Renee and Cole and Graves, and I know how Renee calls Renee and Graves are to him. Like, Should he have told them before they went on the air? I, I, I'm, weird. Um, I'm mixed about this. <laughs> here's the thing. With Joe... The person, not Roman Reigns, the wrestler. Right, 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 right. Uh, I think he wanted to keep it to himself as long as possible without sending up any alarms or red flags. I understand. And I'm just saying it's weird. By doing what he did, I think it took a lot of courage. It took a lot of guts. It took a lot of, I, I guess you would say... Trans? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took a lot of inner strength to do what he did. And uh, like you said, it's, it's it's not like I'm retiring. It's I'm going to fight this again. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I understand you know? that. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. My point is, shouldn't he have told them before they went on the air? I, I felt bad for Renee and Corey. Weren't even Cole. I felt bad for them because they just found out someone they're extremely close with it has cancer. Live on television... And now they can't even go in the back to get composure. Well, they have to stay on the air. Yeah. Like, I felt bad for them. Like, more than anybody mm-hmm. else. Because at least, like, if Rollins and Ambrose, they come out, they can go back to the back and get their composure. Like, I well, felt so bad for them. I, no, I, I, I think he was right not to do that. Because if he would have told everybody, then I think everyone would knew that, that would have known Uh I think the outcome will probably be a little different. So, what do you think? I'm, I'm on, I'm on two different sides of this because, at, at one side, I understand why because 
maybe he didn't want to have the attention on him before he made the announcement and get all upset. And then, you know what I mean? Because, like, you saw the clips of him afterwards. That was a great and how video. everyone that was consulting him video. and everything like that. Mm. Yeah. So I can understand in that aspect, maybe that was the reason why he was trying to avoid, or he was avoiding telling everyone beforehand because he didn't want to get himself all worked up before he had to go out there to make the announcement. But then I see the other side of it, and it's like, yeah, you know what? Like, this is more than your coworkers. This is like your family. I feel like it should have been a more of a personal one-on-one with these people before you went out to the public. Yeah, you know, like, did he tell Rollins and Ambrose? Like, did he tell them to make sure you're on the stage? I'm going to need you when I'm done. But did he tell them why? I, I want to know this stuff. Like, this is the little stuff I'd love to know. Like, why didn't mm-hmm. he at least warn Renee and Corey? Like, why don't you warn a couple of your closest people? Like, come on. It doesn't seem fair. I, I think the, the other reason he did it, too, is if you figured if he told everyone at once. Well, I didn't think everyone. You know, I'm well, just talking about a few people here. I'm well, not talking about the entire locker room. I'm not saying no. I have a meeting. I'm literally saying the people that are on camera. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, this was the way he was telling everyone at once at the same time instead of telling every, you know, like, groups of your friends, you know, that, okay, this is what's going on with me, here's what's happening, because you would get more emotional and probably would break down and it would be more difficult for him to come out onto the ring and said what he said. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's that. that it's, it's crazy. Who knows how long. And then I'm going to say, I, I'm going to word this, I'm always the positive person. I'm always the positive person on this show. Mm-hmm. He will be back. Oh, <laughs> he will be back. Without a doubt. I don't know when. I don't know if it's going to be a couple of years, but he will be back. And when he comes back, no matter where he comes back, the pop he will get when his music hits is going to be unreal. Oh, yeah. By the way, did you happen uh-huh. to see the um, the Madison Square Garden put up a get well soon on the... Um, on their screen uh-huh. outside, that was pretty cool. On the marquee, yeah. the garden marquee yeah. changed up. That you was know, really cool yesterday. You know, he fought this once, I and he, he anyone, and he's going to do it again. I understand the because, odds are not in his favor, but I well, believe he can do it. <laughs> I think he will because he's very determined, very focused, and he has that that will to to strive and, and to uh, beat this again. And I'm, he's going to, and. Uh, Personally, my thoughts and prayers are out to him. Oh yeah, and 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 his family, you know, his girls, his wife, uh, his cousins. The, the connect- first time you ever mentioned his wife, I tell him. right, and, and the first you know, time it ever got brought up. But then, <laughs> but then the other thing that I also told Blake is, look at his connect connection to the Samoan dynasty. Oh, you know who so, I? So I want to make another note about that. Go ahead. That's reminding me. That's actually reminding me of that because we talked about this last night at the bar. There's a, something that I have to give credit to. There's a rule, a rule. Like some people will go by this rule. Tommaso Ciampa is one of them. They like to stay in character on social media. And I respect the people that do it. The people that are heels and they want to be assholes on social media and they want to stay in character. Ciampa is like the, my favorite person on Twitter because of that. I love it. But I give respect to him. He didn't say anything. He just put a picture of the field up and just put a heart up. And I thought that was fantastic. In fact, he didn't put a black heart up and put a red heart up. It was amazing to me. It's the first time I've ever seen him do that. Right. But the other one was... <laughs> Um, Tamatanga, who has been the biggest asshole in New Japan. Yeah, oh, since, yeah. 
since um the whole show was that in California, the one the one at the Cow Palace, Cow Palace show, yeah. he's the biggest asshole since the um, Bullet Club turn. Everywhere, like he's like getting in fans' faces legitimately. I think he almost he hit a fan at one point. Like this shit's happening real. And on Twitter, he's been a jackass, and he literally said, "All characters aside, he's family." Get well soon, Roman. Like, <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" For, I, I understand it, it's the Roman Dynasty, and you well, don't realize how I big mean, this Roman fucking dynasty is. And, 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 like this. And here's the thing: there, look at this. Nia Jax is right. related to Roman Reigns. Right. The Usos are related to Roman Reigns. And, like, and, and that's what I was gonna bring up: is that Tamina? Yeah. People that are on the roster. And that's what I was gonna bring up: is that there is a picture of Roman or Joe. And the Usos. That was just a great picture. I think it's not what it yeah, That yeah. was a great picture. You know, when they were younger and they're all really their cousins and uh, they all help each other out. And I'm sure that with all the love and support from the Samoan dynasty, he's going to beat this thing. It's it's not. Did Rock ever say anything? I, I never had a chance to see if Rock said anything. Because I know he's busy and he might not even be watching live. <laughs> I'm just curious if he said anything. I'll look it up real fast. Well. That part of Raw when Paul Heyman came out and everything. That was a great moment. Right. That was a great moment. Right. I'm just curious if Rock ever said anything, because I know he's related to The Rock. So I'm just curious if he's ever had a chance to say anything. And and the, my thing is, it's, it's not if he beats it. Oh, it's right. when it's he way. beats He'll it. Be back. He'll and be back. I'm telling you, the minute, and you, I agree with you, Blake, when he steps out onto that platform, that stage, the roof of whatever stadium he's going to be coming out to it's going to be blown off with all the fan noise and uh mm-hmm. you well, know i'm actually very surprised the rock did not put anything on twitter he talks about everything else he talks about everything he talked he talked about the fact that he had i forget um that he had a he made some cookies the other day but apparently he won't say anything about roman rinse <laughs> well, maybe that's I don't know. I probably personally probably texted right. him personally, but like I'm surprised. I'm just yeah. very surprised. I, I just found out I've been his peanut butter cookie recipe. But oh, <laughs> oh can, can you can you like put that in Facebook and share it with everyone? So cool. there you go. Okay. Anyway, um, that's a, that's it. We'll move on. I do want to talk about Raw in a minute, but before we get to Raw, because yeah. a lot of things happened on Raw after this announcement. Yeah. As hard as it was to watch Raw, we'll get to all that in a minute. But I do want to throw it to Dad for our our memorial section here because. Luckily, Roman Reigns is not in that category, thank God, right now. But we did lose somebody in the wrestling business. Dirty Dick Slater at the age of 67. Dad, take it away. Yeah, another wrestling legend passed away. Was known more in the NWA territory, Mid-South, Mid-Atlantic. Would team up with Dusty Rhodes when Dusty was a heel or team up with Dusty Rhodes when they were baby faces. Uh, And and then Dick Slater would turn on, on him. But at a young age... Rick Slater turned on somebody? Never. I don't believe you. And they would set up some great matches between him and Dusty. And, uh, you know, they would go after... the like Sting got turned on in a rivalry. Never! Well, yeah, yeah. And then would also tag with him to go against Rick Flair and the Four Horsemen. So, you know, and he was one of these guys that, you know, when he cut a promo, promo was on. And, you know, when the lights were off, you know, he was a different uh, human being. But uh, condolences to Dick Slater and his family and the fans that loved or hated Dick Slater. And another wrestling legend is gone. Uh, saying Ric Flair turned on somebody is like saying Big Show turned. <laughs> it's 
Okay, so so which so now which 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 thing are you talking about? The one with the original yes. NWO Wolfpack yes. or the red NWO Wolfpack? Yes. Okay, there yes. you go. Well, I'm actually legitimately looking something up. That's the answer. Just yes. yes. It's like it's like when we're talking about um big show turns. Yes. So, the is only so yes. this is like one of those hypothetical math questions. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I just looked something up, and I think it's funny yeah. that um. The big show. There's actually a there's actually a YouTube video. Every face and heel turn big show's ever made from 1995 to 2017. Wow. <laughs> it is a three minute video. Can you, can you can you share that so I can watch it later? Oh, totally. It is a three minute video. That is amazing. How wait? How long? Three minutes. It's literally three solid wow. minutes of turning face and heel. <laughs> yeah, share share that because I want to watch that later. That's amazing. So it's one of those hypothetical math problems where if you have original NWO Sting to go against the red NWO Sting Wolfpack, which thing drops in first and which weapon is he carrying? Sound comment. Sound comment. Wait a minute. Well, there was no, there was no NWO Sting. There was never an NWO Sting. His name was Stink. He was fake. Wait a minute. I think this is... This is where we have to have our episode of Steiner Math to get the answer. Oh, my God. I got nothing. Nothing. Let's move on. Raw. After the Roman news, I, I, like I said, it was really hard to get into the show for like the first half hour. and just, I had a hard time watching Raw after the Roman news. Because well, I was on Twitter kind of <laughs> reading, reading tweets and completely distracted for the first half hour well, of the show. I felt bad for Finn Balor. Yeah. And, um, I was, um, yeah. Or the Bobby Lashley. I felt bad for them. Oh. I didn't feel bad for yeah. Leah Rush. But I felt bad for the other two. Because <laughs> my, my thing is, is the first match and, and Finn comes out and it's like, I'm think I'm think I wonder if he's thinking like, Okay, now how do I get the crowd going after this? War, you know the the very hey, dramatic news of Roman. We got a Roman. good meme out of that though. Did we? We did. Yeah, the the yeah the the chasing meme wasn't oh, yeah. that from that oh, match? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Finn Balor chasing the rush is hysterical. But um, <laughs> but I was gonna say was what's funny about it is they've had like they've had like five 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 weeks. Of like Bailey and Balor coming out together, doing their thing, getting the crowd pumped up, and all that kind of stuff for the Mick Max Challenge. And in the one week, he can probably use the Bailey boost. In the one week, she's not with him because she's in a match later. <laughs> well, think about it. About it's it. The one time. Think about it this way: you're backstage, and all of a sudden, now you got your people going. Okay, Finn, go out, do your job, and it's like, what? You want me to do what? <laughs> Yeah, it's just funny. Like the one time he doesn't have that boost of energy that he can use, it's the night he needs it. <laughs> it's the one night he needs it. <laughs> but but if you noticed that when he was walking out and the camera it was pointing to him, right. it didn't feel right. You you <laughs> you looked it into his eyes and it's like, oh god, now I gotta do this. I have to do this, don't I? I yeah. have to actually do this. Yeah. So all right. Um. But anyway, the big news that came out there was a they they pretty much had to reshuffle the show because of Roman Reigns leaving. We had to reshuffle the show a little yeah. bit, and we had to make some changes, and we have to talk about those changes now. First things first, Elias is now a babyface. That was the first big thing that happened. He um. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, it's a weird situation. I think he'll be great. I think he'll be over the babyface. I think he already is over the babyface. I don't think he ever was a heel. I honestly don't think, except for Kevin Owens, he never was a heel. Because, honestly, mm -hmm. I think he would have played along. I think he were just playing along. 
Like, honestly, let's be honest here. If he came to Milwaukee, this is an example. I'm not going to Raw in November because we're going to NXT in December, so I can't do both shows. So, um, they're coming to Raw in November, and he makes a joke, say, about the Brewers not making it to the World Series. And he's still a heel, allegedly. The crowd will boo, but they'll be into it because it's true. <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's one of those things. It's true. I mean, taking out the weird situation in uh, the weird situation with the freaking Supersonics, that was weird. Taking that out, <laughs> I think everyone else just likes to play along. So the fact that he got that pop, though, that pop when he attacked Baron Corbin wasn't, re- wasn't real. It was such a great yeah. pop. I didn't expect the crowd to go that crazy for it. So why well, is it the face? Well, I think before this, he was just plain old annoying and that's the I, way I the like character Elias. is i've gotten to a, i hated elias at first and now i'm actually starting to like elias i really am i hated him at first and everyone knows i mean, i hated him in nxt and now i don't mind him i still not sat down and watched his um his rockumentary on the network i haven't to watch that yet but but you gotta give it to <laughs> him i've watched that. I'm, I'm behind on ride-alongs too so but you know you gotta give it to him he plays a damn good guitar and that's one thing he's great at is playing guitar. He's been, he's, he's improved in that. Is he taking guitar lessons? I don't know if he's actually taking guitar lessons because he's man, so much better. In <laughs> I, I would say you only do an homage via Jeff Jarrett and basically take a car and smash it over Corbin's head. Well, he did. That's actually what happened on Raw. I know. That's he why hit I meant Corbin in the back with his guitar, and yeah. the crowd went crazy. And that's and that's why I said so that, that was the big so... one. The other the other one next big one. Was um they had obviously changed the match at Crown Jewel. We'll get in the Crown Jewel later. I'm not gonna read it up now. We'll yeah. get in the Crown Jewel later. Yeah, okay. But they had to change the match at Crown Jewel, which is the original triple threat, and they had to take Roman out. By the way, speaking of changing advertisements, I know it was short notice, but if I understand they can't change it on Monday, could they please change the advertisement from Milwaukee now and take Roman Reigns out of the commercial? <laughs> can we please stop this because they're airing <laughs> they're airing this commercial here in Milwaukee about Raw coming to town and they're advertising a shield a shield match. <laughs> Can we not do Cards this anymore? to change without notice. Can change this now? <laughs> but um, anyway, so they had to do something, and they changed the triple threat match to Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar because they're already paying Brock Lesnar to be there, so they might as well keep this match. Um, or, or, or the Saudis paying Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar to be there. I don't know. Anyway, that's the point. Um, so... Braun Strowman, though, Paul Heyman comes out and cuts that promo that Dad was talking about. Yep, yep. Tur- and I was wondering, I said this to you, Sal, as we're watching the show, how the hell is he going to turn this from a sentimental, like, Roman Reigns thing to now I have to talk about Brock Lesnar? Like, how the hell is he going to do it? And because he's Paul Heyman. Oh, and he's, he found a way. Because he's Paul Heyman and he's one of the best. He did. <laughs> so he turns it. Like, he went from, like, praising Roman, and he did not stay in there. And the best part was, when he changed over to Brock, he seriously was still complimenting Roman. Like, he still found ways to compliment Roman Reigns while changing the conversation. Like, it was so impressive for him, and if anyone wanted to see the promo, it was really impressive. But then we find out that Braun Strowman now turned face back to face, which he should never have turned heel to begin with, so this makes sense. <laughs> well, yeah, I saw, agree. if you saw little vignettes with Dolph and uh, Drew... It was kind of like you knew something was going to happen, but you just didn't know what. Well, at house shows over the weekend when nobody knew what was going on with Roman. Uh-huh. And Roman wasn't at house shows. Braun was playing face on the house shows. Just obviously a reaction. You know what I mean? And obviously it worked. So, um, and by the way, I have to give Drew McIntyre some credit. I didn't write this in my notes. I just forgot to write this in my notes. Thanks for reminding me. Okay. Drew McIntyre 
saying trying to be a monster killer and now being plateaued to the main event. I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited. So just the second coming. I like it. I like the fact that Drew McIntyre is now in the main event. I thought he should have been there sooner. So I'm actually really excited so, for this. So let's look at it in another way. Does this put a wedge between him and Dolph? No, because I think Drew could be in the main event and have Dolph be his lackey now. Or set up a feud for later that will help for WrestleMania. There you exactly. Go. There you do something there like that. Go. Like, I honestly could see Braun winning the title. And then Drew winning the title from Braun. I can see that. With help from Dolph? Or maybe. Or something along those lines. I can see that happening. And then okay. Dolph having issues with this. That turns Drew face. And then you have Drew versus Dolph at a Royal Rumble or Mania, like I just said. There you go. That works. You know, I can see it. That works. It's possible. 100% possible. But they, there you I go. like that. So I did a bigger yeah. That was yep. a good call. Very good call. Mm-hmm. And then the big moment at the end of the show. No. Okay, so let's set this up. The main event is Dolph Stickler, Drew McIntyre, defending the tag team titles against The Shield. One last time, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Now, they set it up this way. They were doing the tribute entrance for The Shield. They came to the crowd. Tribute entrance for Roman. They get to the ring. The crowd's going crazy. Everyone's behind The Shield. One last time. We have a 25-minute classic between these two teams. I almost feel like, okay... They said, go out there, do what you do best. This is going to be the last time you guys face each other for a very long time. So have a good time and do your thing. I don't know what happened there. So they went 25 minutes, and the Shield won the titles. Oh, my God. Shield won the titles. The crowd goes crazy. Everyone's going nuts. Everyone's hugging and celebrating. And I, I call this the hug a stranger moment in the crowd because everyone was like, oh, my God. Yay. They won the titles. Now, what happened next? <laughs> um, Dean Ambrose turned heel on Seth Rollins. <laughs> he hit the dirty. He, he went for the hug, and then he dropped his belt, hit the dirty deeds, and boom! The crowd turned instantly. I was like, now looking back, at it, I was pissed in the moment, but looking back at it, that was such a fantastic heel turn. <laughs> that was so great. Yes. Oh I know. I, I just wanted this for the record is. Who called Ambrose turning healed? Oh, this no, guy. No. I expected, this guy. I've been saying it for weeks. And I, at nauseam. I'm, Sal, what was I saying more at nauseam? Dean Ambrose is going to turn heel or, or the Bells are going to turn on Ronda Rousey? What was I saying more at nauseam the last like, month? And now both have happened. <laughs> well, now both have happened in a matter of like three weeks. So, <laughs> But the even bigger question yep. is... How did he defend the tag titles That's, that's a big question. Why do the title change? That's not the question. Why do the title change? So, maybe you can explain because now you, because Because now you have a storyline that goes into at least Survivor Series. True. I just love it weird. Like, how the hell are they going to have the title title? Are they going to do a weird well, thing? You know what this reminds me of? It is completely legit. Okay. And this is going to be calling way back. I just, just, just popped it in my brain. Do you remember the Taboo Tuesday days when people got the fan votes and all this kind of stuff? Oh, uh, yeah. And mm-hmm. they did a match. And we don't bring this guy's name up much because of obvious reasons. But they did a match. I think it was like La Resistance had to defend the tag titles against the losers of the world title poll. And the losers ended up being Chris Benoit and Edge, who were bitter rivals. <laughs> and Chris Benoit and Edge won the tag team titles. <laughs> but they hated each other. 
They absolutely despite each other, and to the point where Edge walked off on a title on a title match down the road, and Benoit had a fight for himself, and then they ended up losing the belt. I have a feeling it's gonna be something like that. <laughs> it's just—I mean—you have this great match, and you say, "Okay, you're gonna do this for Roman." You have this big dramatic finish, and then boom, the mic drops. Let's put the belt on the revival. Let's put the belt on the revival. How about that? How's that for an idea? <laughs> <laughs> Have the Revival be the ones that beat the Shield. Let's just do that. Come on. <laughs> and then revitalize the tag team division. I want I, I, then do like Revival where he's also the pain. Just just get it out of the way. Well, there you go. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> just don't give us like Titus worldwide because Apollo Crews is busy anyway doing with Elias apparently. Uh, By the way, why is Apollo Crews doing everything with Elias without Titus O'Neil? Like, why is that happening? <laughs> I don't understand. Your mouthpiece is Titus O'Neil. Why are you not out here with him? Like, I don't understand the point of this. <laughs> okay, so now we lead to a question. Originally, when I originally was running out the run to for this show, I was going to stay with Preview Crown Jewel early. We were not going to do that, and because the crowd is not full on any level. And they're going to probably fill the card up next week, despite the fact that WWE spent most of the damn week talking about a show they can't talk about the location for. Last two weeks. But the question I have for both of you, and I'll start with Sal. Should WWE run this show in Saudi Arabia, or should they move it to a new location? I think there's too much pressure for them to not do it. And I think that if they just go ahead and say, fuck it, it's way too close to the date and we can't do anything about it, I think they'll get a lot of backlash. Uh, and who's you know, and who knows what would happen over there? I mean, there's a lot of tension over there, and you know, who's to say that you know, with, with things that are going on here, and you know, if they, if they will retaliate on WWE, I mean, you don't know. You don't want to take that risk, but then at the same time, it's way too close to the date. So how do you book a venue and resell tickets in a matter of two weeks? Yeah, what do you think? I think that you should move it to a different location. I mean, it's a the location itself is way, way too hot. And here's the thing. If you're putting on a show, you want to guarantee the safety of your employees 100%. And if you can't do that, the next best thing is to basically change the venue to where you can. I mean, there's still time to do this. I know the time frame is narrowing, but it's still time to do it. Because if you go on the other side, the flip side of the coin, and heaven forbid something happens to one of your employees, then how do you feel? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at some things here. They, there isn't any news yet because um, these financials were actually uh, the paperwork came out as we're doing the show, so there hasn't been any news yet. The conference calls it until later on in the morning, so if I get any news, I'll put it up on our Twitter account. But um, the fact that I, I'm in a weird situation with this one because I don't like this show. I don't like the fact that we're having this show on any level. I've been saying that for months. Like the minute, the mm-hmm. minute the, back in April, I was not a fan of this show. Like back in April, the Greatest Royal Rumble, I wasn't a fan of that Saudi Arabia show. I don't like the fact that the women aren't involved. I just that's just me. But as for this, this event, oh crap! That like we've been joking around during the show, Sal. That you can move it here, you can move it here, you can move it here. My problem here mm-hmm. is they're already going to be overseas. Like they're going to be in the UK. The week after, doing their annual UK shows. Like, they're already going to be in the area. Can't they just get... Like, even do that? Like, do a show in the UK? Like, 
just like postpone this show. Like postpone it. Like, can't you postpone it? Like can't we just postpone the show? It's not like well, tickets have not been sold in Saudi Arabia but, yet. They they pulled ticket information off the website for this show. So I don't know what to do here. Well, my thing is, can't you hold the show on some sort of military base? That's what Mandy was saying. Right, and, and basically have like a great feel good moment, and basically have a put a nice adrenaline sh- shot to. The and people. it prompts your troops to the troop show without all that. Oh, right, and, and it's a big pop and adrenaline you know, push for all the men and women with the armed forces. And, and it's like a feel-good moment. And it prompts you one. It right. makes you look good. It makes you look really, really good. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know. So what do you think about that idea? That's a pretty good idea. It's a weird situation. And it's a weird situation to put the fans in, too, because it's like we are waiting to hear about a show that we don't even know what's happening. Like, we don't know. We don't know what's happening. We don't know what's going on. Bowman Reigns, by the way, is still on the advertising for Ground Tool. I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> Look it up on the website. Is he still on the advertising? I think that's funny. Um, yeah, according to WWE's app. By the way, I clicked on buy tickets, and you can't go to the website for this for this show at all, which is interesting. Interesting. But, um, so that's that. By the way, I don't want to make a note. I, I didn't put this in my notes. I was rushing this morning. So, uh, NXT. If you're not if you're not updated on NXT, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm spoiling something massive from last night's show. They um, they actually they revealed. Oh, but the first thing that happened, all these people are back together. All four of them. Bobby Fish is back from his injury. That's a big deal. Wow. So all four of them are back together. The other big deal that came out of last night. Oh, besides me and Yim debuting, by the way. Me and Yim debuted on NXT last night. Okay. That's pretty cool. All right. But anyway, the other big thing that came out of the show. They revealed the attacker of Aleister Black last night. Dum, dum, dum. Oh, yeah? They revealed the attacker because the attack, because Aleister Black, by the way, I love Aleister Black's character because Aleister Black last week um, interrupted a match between Nikki Cross and Bianca Belair because Nikki claimed that she knew who attacked him. And Nikki Cross and Aleister. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing justice just, this to is... Nikki Cross's character when it comes to the fact that she was able to tell just... us that she knew. I'm not doing justice at all. The fact that the crowd was chanting dumb and Nikki had the secret was amazing to me. Mm-hmm. That was one of the best moments. This, this is the most famous mystery since Who Shot JR. Well, kind of. So, we have on <laughs> NXT, which I'm watching while I'm sobering up last night. But I'm going to go back to the book. I wasn't watching last night live because I was doing the show. So, I'm watching it sobering up last night. And they're, they're setting up NXT TakeOver um NXT TakeOver War Games, which I can't believe it's the next show after Crown Jewel, by the way. It's the next show. But um, mm-hmm. they're setting it up, and um, and um, William Regal's in the ring. He brings out Ciampa. He brings out um, Lars Sullivan. They're really thinking we're going to have Lars Sullivan versus Samoa Ciampa, which makes absolutely no sense for storyline reasons, because they're setting up Ciampa Velveteen Dreams. I'm not quite sure what they're doing here. But, um, and then, Alistair Black comes down. And Chopper just leaves the ring. Like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm, not, I'm done. I'm not leaving with this problem. And then he literally hits the black mass on, on, um, on, um, friggin', um... Lars? Lars. Making Lars look like a total moron, by the way. <laughs> and he confronts, um... He goes, I want, I, I want to, I want to see my attacker. And all of a sudden, before Black can say who the attacker is... It was Johnny Gargano. Hmm. Got in the ring and super kicked freaking John Black and said, I'm right here. 
and that's when I went off the air <laughs> on Wednesday, on last night's show. I'm like, oh my god, what a great finish to the show! <laughs> wow! Johnny okay. Wrestling? Johnny Gargano attacked Alter Black! <laughs> So I guess I it's so now I guess and it's maybe official. called that weeks ago. By the way, so maybe now, called over a month ago. So now it's official. He has turned. No, he didn't turn heel. I think he's just a he's a tweener. I think at this point. Okay. Well, I don't mind. I don't mind this. It's a nice surprise. It was a very nice surprise. So that happened at NXT. All right. Um, I want to bring up one other thing that I actually watched this past week. And if the music wants to play, there we go. I was never had an excuse to actually play this song on the show. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck are we looking at? <laughs> I never thought I'd actually watch a tape review on a Sunday and actually hear this theme music again, by the way. This is actually Jeff Garrett's old TNA music. Yeah. I actually like this song. I never liked yeah. the character, I love this theme song. NWO! 70th anniversary hat, NWO. NWA! 70th anniversary show happened this past weekend. This should be a whole different problem. We're going to hold up for going on. Yeah. And there'll be 70th anniversary show happened. And can I say... Now, let me ask you a question. You've watched many a pay-per-view over the years. Uh-huh. Have you ever had a pay-per-view start with the um, with the ring announcer telling the crowd to get pumped up while a video package is like? <laughs> I, are you telling They me? wanted to make sure. Well, no, but the video package... We can't hear the video package. We can hear the ring announcer. We can't hear the video package at home. They're playing the video package with no sound. And we have the ring announcer get the crowd pumped up. And then you hear um, Tony Schiavone doing a mic check while the video package is playing. Check, 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 <laughs> check, check. That's the show oh my like, God. checking for a cough button while we're doing a video package. And then they cut to the announce team. And it's um, Jim Cornette, Tony Schiavone, and I, I forgot the other guy who I don't really know his name, but he's, he did a good job. I can't think of his name right now because he wasn't a name. They cut to them. And then they start to go. They go to the backstage area because they're going to start with the fatal four-way match for the um, to, uh, to the um, national championship. They go to the backstage area, and guess what? There was no sound at all. So unless you're really good at lip to- lip syncing, there was no chance in hell lip reading. There's no chance in hell you understood what was going on. <laughs> did, did, did someone forget to pay the help to get everything and then situated? You come back to the ring. And the music is overpowering the announcers. Like, it was terrible for the first hour of this show. I'm so glad I didn't pay for the show because I used credits from All In for the show. <laughs> I didn't pay for this show. It was bad. But um, overall, the show was after that problem. I have to, I have to rewatch it because CJ was not feeling well, so I was dealing with that during the show. So I got to rewatch it. But um, so the big thing that came out of this, Jazz retained the NWA Women's Championship. Uh-huh. She's held that belt Yay. for almost 600 days. Wow. And she challenged she challenged the NWA champion to a match. Really? Yes. That was that. Was that. Um, the other thing up, um, the national championship uh-huh. went to... Um, I had him in front of me, too. He was in it. He's, in, um, he's the um, Twitch champion in, in House of Hardcore. Oh, Willie uh, Mack. Willie Mack. Mack. He is now the NWA national champion. So that's pretty cool. And then Cody Rhodes lost the NWA World Championship to Nick Aldis in a two out of three falls match. 
Oh, there wow. you go. That is a big, 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 big deal. Yeah, yeah. But I ask you a question, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Did Cody Rhodes add credibility to the NWA in the last few months? Somewhat. Somewhat? Somewhat. I, I don't think 100% because he's in such demand with other wrestling organizations that it's hard to give your all 100% to just one organization. But Yeah, but we were talking about the NWA. Like we've been talking about the well, NWA right. for the last four months, and the legacy that how crazy is that? But and the legacy that your dad left behind that now you're adding to it. But like the NWA name means something again, doesn't it? Right. I mean, you're giving. I guess if you want to use like the Phoenix analogy, is that you're basically taking something from the ashes and making it popular and making it good all over again. And if that's what Cody did, kudos, and he accomplished it. But now that Cody is gone, is it going to have that same sustainability? So what do you think, from your perspective, the, the, the NWA now a little bit bigger than it was like four or five months ago? It's definitely gained a lot of traction over the past few months. Um, and, you know, with new ownership and everything like that, I mean, hopefully, you know, it's not going to happen overnight, but hopefully it, it can become a contender with, you know, ROH and and and, and impact and, and go from there. It's, it's interesting that we we've been literally talking about the NWA since July. Yep. That's so weird. Yep. That we that we were joking yep. last year when Billy Corgan bought the NWA and we were legitimately been talking about the NWA for four months. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. That's just say I almost like this is what it is what twenty eighteen is in wrestling. You never quite know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Which leads to the last topic before we get to our pay-per-view. Come on. All right. Jericho's Cruise. It's happening this weekend. And believe it or not, Sal, it's sold out. <laughs> he sold out a cruise. Fucking Jericho sold out a cruise. There you go. <laughs> so we have our... We have some matches. And also, by the way, if you want to see... Um, matches on a boat. Guess what? <laughs> You'll be able to. Fight TV <laughs> is actually going to be airing some of these matches. There we go. There you go. They're going to be airing some of these matches on a special in November. So, nice. The matches that we will see on that special on the boat <laughs> will be. The Alpha Club versus the Bullet Club. It is Chris Jericho and the Je- and the Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega, Cody, and Modi- Marty Scroll. Ooh. And the Sea of Honor tournament, because that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> the matches um, for the first round, and we'll see the entire tournament on the special. Mm-hmm. First round matches, Dalton Castle versus Matt Taven. Wow. Christopher Daniels <laughs> versus Delirious. Ow. Marty Scroll versus Red Titus. Mark Briscoe versus Will Ferrara. Silas Young versus Flip Gordon. Oh, there you go. Adam Page versus Kazarian. Cheeseburger versus the Beer City Bruiser. <laughs> which is hysterical. Yeah. And Jay Briscoe versus Kenny King. Wow. That is the Sea of Honor wow. tournament on the Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Tour cruise that's happening this weekend that is sold out. Are you kidding me? Just, just remember two things. Anchor the boat, and take your drama mean for motion sickness. Anchor the boat. <laughs> Anchor the <laughs> boat. Wow. 
seriously, Sal, did you ever think we'd be talking about a wrestling cruise? <laughs> no. No, no, I never would have believed you. If someone told me that Chris Jericho was going to pull off selling on a cruise, I would think, what? Huh? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> That's Where are they going? That's the more important question. Um, I saw I the itinerary. I don't have the itinerary in front of me. I thought it was the Bahamas. I think it is the Bahamas. I just want to oh, okay. the itinerary in front of me. It's a good cruise. It's a four-day cruise. So, so you can hobnob and drink with the pro wrestling stars. It it really is. It's pretty much what it is, and and I'm sure Jericho will kind of go up there and ask the captain if he can steer the boat. Well, I know he has like podcasts, um, like a live podcast they're doing. Jr. and the King are doing a show on Talking Jericho. It's weird. Jr. Jr. and the King <laughs> are going to be on Talking Jericho. Because <laughs> that's a sentence that I just said. <laughs> um, let's see here. By the way, yeah, according to the website, it is completely sold out. And by the way, they, they were selling tickets for this thing for over $3,000. Wow. Ouch. Wow. So. That, that'll take a hit but, to yeah, your to pocketbook. Na- to, it's Miami to the Bahamas. Oh, there you go. Okay. So, that's that. So, very, very cool. I'm not... There, by the way, there's a shitload more matches on this thing. And those, I didn't figure I'd told the matches that are actually going to be on the special. Because there's a shitload more matches because you're doing, like, three wrestling shows in the middle of this thing. Like, it's crazy <laughs> how much they have planned. I threw the itinerary, and I'm like, holy shit, they got a lot planned. So, my thing is this. Is, if the weather is cooperating, do they have the ring... On the main outdoor deck, or do you have it someplace? I think it's indoors. I think it actually is indoors just okay. due to wind. Right. Just due to the wind control, I think right. that's the problem. You do the... it on the poop deck. <laughs> <laughs> you were waiting on that joke, weren't you? Uh, you were waiting on that joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so Holy. I want you to take a starboard bow. I think, I think we're done with that. I think after that joke, you can't follow that. So, hopefully... Uh, thank you. Hopefully, if this thing decides to work properly, I'll press this button and we'll be able to get to our next topic. Nope, that's not what happened. Let's try here. There we go. I really like this talk. <laughs> I really, really like this talk a lot. <laughs> Who's singing it, pray tell? I was going to say, obviously, we're talking about the WWE Evolution pay-per-view this Sunday. If, if you haven't heard about it, it, it is happening this Sunday. I know it's been... If you watch SmackDown, you probably didn't know about it. <laughs> All lady pay-per-view. If you watch SmackDown, you probably didn't hear about it outside of like one segment. With Michael Cole. Well, no, I'll explain it. I'll explain everything that's going on. But the theme song is that ass. It is a little mixed. Salute. Which the minute I heard is in the first words, I'm like, this isn't a perfect song for this show. This this will get <laughs> so perfect. That song gets your blood pumping, get it's your really good, ooh. I'm gonna put this on my personal playlist. I really like this song. So 
The uh, ring announcer for this is going to be Lillian Garcia. That was announced yesterday. Oh, great. You that. Very cool. Legend Lillian Garcia. Um, the announced team will be uh, Michael Cole, Renee Young, and Beth Phoenix. The Mae Young Classic announced team. Which, it sounds weird that Michael Cole is doing this show because it's all women, but if you heard the announced team on the Mae Young Classic, this is actually a fantastic idea because this team has been great. They have been absolutely fantastic on the Mae Young Classic. So I even said it openly. Well, I'm like, if you're going to have many men outside of referees, I know they only have two women referees, and they have seven matches on the show that they got the referees. Right, I have no right. problem with that. Right. Like, I have no problem with Little Nate doing the Charlotte-Becky match. I have no problem with that. But if you're going to do, the only male <laughs> I'll accept, really, on commentary would be Cole because of his chemistry but, with Beth Phoenix and Renee. Right. And there's a nice balance with that. I mean, when you listen to him do the, the commentary... It, it seems to flow really well. Yeah, I'm enjoying them on the Mayon Classic a lot. So if you guys are missing Mayon Classic, by the way, um, it was it's over. Mayon Classic is actually officially over now as we're recording this. The last episode aired last night. Yep. And it was a fantastic Mayon Classic, by the way. If anyone missed it, this is better than last year. It was such a great Mayon Classic this year. So how do you tap it for next year? Um, Just do it again and add more women. Bring more people in from Japan. And that's pretty much what happened this year. And hopefully Tegan Knox wins next year. By the way, I don't want to make a no. Go ahead. I feel so bad for Tegan Knox. I want to throw this out there. Me and Mandy talked about it on Puckman Polishes. Tegan Knox was injured before the tournament started last year. Right. Poor ACL yeah. last year. She did not get to participate in the Mayon Classic. She comes back a year later. Gets back into the Mae Young Classic. Gets all the way to the semifinals against Rhea Ripley. Where rumor has it she's going to be in the finals. <laughs> and she tears her other ACL. Wait, on a suicide oh, wow. dive in a uh, match. Oh, no. She tore oh, her no. other ACL live on the, sh- on the show. She tore in, and like five, two minutes into the, sh- into the match, doing a suicide dive, she planted her foot wrong. Uh-huh. And she tore her other ACL. Where are they at? That's astronomical odds. It. it was shocking to wow. watch it as it happened. So I feel so bad for her. Because the rumor but, had it yeah. that she was supposed to actually be in the Mae Young Classic finals at the tape review. Oh, yeah. So that sucks. Oh. That really sucks for her. Yeah. Oh. Sucks. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Well, that's, that's that. Now that we got the depression out of the way, let's get to the show. Um, like I said, I'll talk to the pause. Mandy is not a fan of this card. Many matches on this card. We have seven matches. There is no pre-show matches yet. I expect them to have some pre-show matches. They're in a pre-show. Well, There'll be a one-hour pre-show. That's that's the other question is, do you or do you not have a pre-show? Yeah, it's already doing a pre-show. That's happening. Okay. It's right. It's happening. It is, but, it, there is no if it's happening. No, it, it announced it's happening. I mean, but do you... I'll laugh at it all male announced team, by the way, on the pre-show. I'll laugh about that. So <laughs> you have a match on the pre-show. I say NXT. Do an NXT match. Okay. Or do a UK women's match. Okay. Like, the problem also, here's another thing that was supposed to happen on this show. Yeah. We were supposed to have... Oh, I just got a cute picture of me, Mandy, and CJ from the board game night the other night. Sorry. Oh, cool. I got distracted. I got distracted. I was going to tag the cute picture. Oh, oh look at mouse. School. From, from school. School just put the picture up. Sorry. I got distracted. S- squirrel. Anyway, um, <laughs> we were supposed to have a UK title match, UK women's title match on this show. Okay. But the problem is... um. The NXT UK show got delayed. Oh. So the match, technically the title, doesn't have a champion yet if you watch the show. Okay. So we can't do that because it would be spoiling NXT UK yeah. like five weeks from now. That's the problem here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I don't like Ring of Honor where they don't give, they give a shit about spoiling anything. 
Because, you know, let's have um, Jeff Cobb win the TV title. And then the week before the air of the match on TV, you have him come out and defend it on a pay-per-view. <laughs> that makes sense. Wow. <laughs> that happened this past week. So <laughs> Organization, not. So they aired that literally a week after. But um, so that's not happening, unfortunately. That was an eighth match we should have had. I, I would like to have the like NXT UK tag match. Okay. I mean, Tony Storm's not going to be in it, but like have Dakota Kai, Rhea Ripley, all them in it. That'd uh-huh. be great. Uh-huh. Or like do an NXT versus NXT UK tag match or something. That'd yeah, be yeah. cool. But I doubt they'll do that. But whatever. I'll be good my opinion. All right, let's start with the first match. Well, the first match on here, I went from, in, from uh, I looked at importance up to the main events. And it's um, number one contenders Battle Royal. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, Mandy made a point last night. Maybe you guys get better memory than I do. I know Dad has better memory than I do when it comes to history. What? When was the last time at a non-WrestleMania okay. that we had a male battle royal on a pay-per-view? Hmm. And we're not talking about... Not the... WrestleMania. Okay. Not WrestleMania. That was made, made it very clear. Uh-huh. When was the last time? I can't remember at all. No. <laughs> Yeah, besides the Andre Memorial Besides Battle that, Royale. and like, they did the Gimmick Battle Royal on WrestleMania 17. I can't think of anything. No, it not... made me a point, why are we having a female Battle Royal on this show? Here's an answer. To get everybody on the card. There you go. That was my answer. I blame Stephanie for this, because Stephanie said 50 women, so we have to find a way to figure out how to get 50 women on this show. But here's the thing. You pull in other female wrestlers that are on independent organizations, and and, and you, you're show. giving them a chance to What's showcase their. What's Rude in the Battle Royal? What's in the Battle Royal? How okay. about that? I'll read right. the list. All right, go ahead. Representing Raw, Alicia Fox. By the way, we're back to color coded sheets. By the way, how did you notice? We're back to color coded. Yes. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Alicia Fox, Dana Brooke, Amber Moon, Tam- um, Tamina, Nia Jax, and Rhea Kanellis, who technically is representing 205 Live, but we'll go with it. Um. Representing SmackDown, Asuka, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, Carmella, Lana, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, Naomi and Selena Vega, and also Legends, Tori Wilson, Michelle McCool, Alundra Blade, Ivy, Kelly Kelly, and Molly Holly. Okay, okay. I, 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 my issue is why couldn't we do something else? Like, why couldn't we do a tag match or ten man ta- ten women tag or something else? Why did it have to well, be a battle royal? My, my, my <laughs> thing is this is... I understand you want to showcase the women of WWE, but but you had these other women talent in the Mae Young Classic. None of them are on the show. None yeah, of them are on the show that was going to be Elite. Even though they were advertising this better world to be the past, the present, well, and the future. Right, right. I don't understand that sentence, but whatever. Right, and that was that was my next question. Look, I don't understand why we're doing a World Cup to, to, to figure out the best in the world, but that's a whole different story. That's a whole different story. I mean, you have this great Mae Young Classic, and you have great, great women. Great women talent. I just watched a match not... last night between Tony Storm and Miko Satamora. Uh huh. Amigo Fedamora is not on this show. And, and, that, and, so, <laughs> and, that's, that to me. and that was leading up to my next question. You had all this fe- great female talent that you used on the Mae Young Classic. Yeah, and, was and, not on this show. And, and you're not <laughs> utilizing them on this pay-per-view that you want to pump up so hopefully you can have a return all-women pay-per-view down the road. There's so many things they could have done. And Mandy made a point. There is so many things they could have done. We were, there was a rumor of having women's tag belts that is not happening, obviously, now, because this would have been the night to do it. Right, right. There's so many things they could have done. 
but they're not doing. So we have this match. Who's winning? That go. Okay, here's another question. If we shouldn't have this match, do we care who wins? Well, the battle, well technically there's a number of contenders match, so we kind of have to care. Okay. We have to care. <laughs> the problem, we have to. And All it's right. our job. It's I'm, I'm going to go with the Dark Horse, and I'm going to go with Leisha Fox. We're going to go with Foxy. Yeah, Foxy. So you Foxy versus Ronda Rousey. Think about it. Sure, why not? <laughs> there you go. Because that'll work. It makes, well, uh, makes as much sense as our main event of this show. Sal, what do you think? Uh, I'm thinking Ember Moon. You know what? You, you actually agree with Bandy. Bandy's an Ember Moon, too. Mm-hmm. On Tucker Polishes. So there you go. Um, I don't feel bad about um, spoiling my Polish stuff because you should listen to that. I should listen to us anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go a long shot here, which I don't expect to happen. I'm gonna go with like a Peyton Royce, and so that'll be the Peyton <laughs> Royce versus Charlotte, Peyton Royce versus Becky. I think that should be fun. I have an alternate. No one probably thought about. Good, Tamina. Tamina's an interesting. Well, like Tamina. Tamina's gonna be interesting against Ronda. I think that'd be interesting. See, notice go. I'm not giving. I notice I'm not saying Ronda or Nikki. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get there. We'll get there. Spoiler alert. Um, I'm, trust me, I'm not even lying on that one. I, no, I'm not even going to change my thought as we get later in this card. We have the Raw six. Another thing, Mandy made a point. Why is there no SmackDown six women tag match? <laughs> but there's a Raw six women tag match. Because I think creative. Has not Full been flick. brought in. Yeah, Full there you flick. go. There, what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they probably could have done something cool, but they're not doing it. But um, they're gonna. We are getting Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Natalia versus the Riot Squad. Which I like. I'm not gonna like. I like this match a lot. I like the Riot Squad. Obviously, I love Bailey. I know Sal hates Sasha, which is funny to me. And Natalia's here because she's Natalia. So I'm gonna go with my girl. And Bailey Sasha and Natalia to win this thing. I don't care either way personally. I think it's going to be a great match. Sal, what do you think? Um, I think just let's keep giving the momentum to the Riot Squad and fair enough. carry this feud a little bit longer. Fair enough, fair enough. I got to go with uh, Natalia and Bailey and Sasha. Bailey, yeah, the boss to, to win. So that way down the road... Uh, they can face the legends and let's see where it goes from there. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Also, okay, Sal, I want you to ruin this for everybody. What is this thing you complain about during the riot entrance all the time? It's the thing before they get into the ring where they walk down the ramp and then they they smack their fucking arms on the, on the apron and then push themselves back and then slide into the ring. I fucking hate it. It is so annoying. I'd like it's to know. It's fucking annoying. The reason I brought this up is because this is what I do when we're watching Raw. <laughs> this is what I do when we're watching Raw. It's complaints like that. <laughs> and that is why they... It's so they... fucking stupid. And that is why they still do what they do. I love the fact that Liv... Ride or rides some um, freaking Sarah Rogan on the back going you know, to the ring. I love that. I love that part of the entrance. That's so much fun to watch. It just shows how much fun they're having sometimes. <laughs> Next time they'll be slapping each other in the face like three stooges. No, that's that's not how that works. We're not uh, talking about the ascension. Here. We're talking about the riot squad. Oh well. <laughs> Same difference. Not even close. Not even close. They're actually riot squad actually has more talent. Anyway, um, <laughs> Million Classic Finals. If you're not caught up with the Million Classic, I'm sorry. I don't care. Tony Storm versus Ia Shirai for the Million Classic. And that itself <laughs> is a classic match. I cannot believe I just said that. 
Tony Storm versus Io Shirai at a WWE pay-per-view. <laughs> That's happening. <laughs> Holy shit. I, I, I'm torn on what I think is going to happen here. Sal, what do you think is going to happen here? I, I, your guess is as good as mine, but if I'm going to pick, I guess I'll pick Tony Storm. Dad, what do you think? You, Tony, you do have a lot of torment, and I have. So that's tor- a little different for me. So go ahead. I'm going to also echo the sentiment with Sal, and I'm going to go with Tony Storm. I, see, I, me and Manny were discussing this on Flex and Polishes, but I'll say how I feel here. Io Shirai, by the way, if don't, people don't know this, Io Shirai and Kyrie Zane are best friends. Legitimately best friends. Ooh! So... They're the thing going. They actually were like tag belts in Japan and all this kind of stuff together. Like okay. they're a big time, really close, really well known team. Okay. To the point where on Mae Young Classic final episode, you know how last year they did the whole like you win and you get to the finals and you get a bunch of roses in the ring and like Sarah Donato and um, Triple H and Stephanie all came down. Yeah. Well, this year they did was they had the Mae Young Classic winner yeah. give the roses to the finalists. Which I liked. Hi. I really liked it. There you go. And I did that with Tony. And then Tony cut this fantastic promo. And then Kyrie cat in the ring with Io Shirai. And he, and before she could even walk over, Io ran over there and almost tackled her in a hug. Like, oh my God. It was such a moment. I was like, holy shit. That was really, really cool. By the way, if you want to watch a show that literally was surrounded around two matches, uh-huh. that was last night's Me on Classic show. Okay. Two matches in an hour. It was actually a really good show. So I'm I I I've been I picked Tony Storm to be in the finals. I actually had Tony versus Diana Perrazzo. Diana Perrazzo lost to Io Shirai. Okay. I'm gonna go Tony Storm too and see if she wins this thing. If she does it, I won't be shocked. But no, I know the spoiler for the UK Women's Title, so I'm gonna go Tony Storm here. <laughs> NXT Women's Championship match. Speaking of the Mae Young Classic, it's last year's Mae Young Classic matchup, and it's Kyrie Sane defending against Shayna Baszler. Dad, what do you think? I, I'm gonna go with Shayna for the win. I really, I'm gonna go with Shayna. Shayna? Yes. Really? Yes. Why? Because I think that's gonna set up uh, another women's stronger women's feud down the road. Do you actually think Shayna's gonna be in NXT after this night? For a little bit longer, yeah. Really? I okay. So, what do you think? Yeah. See, I was thinking that she was gonna lose and get called up pretty quick. So. I was going to say she loses and gets called up by the end of the night. Like, she's on the Raw roster by the end of the night. Okay, so <laughs> let's let's put a hypothetical theory out. She loses the belt. She gets called up. Do you see her going on Evolution? I just said that. I literally just said that. Oh, well, I just said. Well, thank you for my idea. Kyrie Sane will win. Shayna Baszler will get called up to Raw by the end of this show. I just said that. Well, well, thank you for thank you for basically uh, echoing my my response. That was great. I'm glad I thought of this it. Ronda Rousey needs a friend in her corner to counteract a certain Bella, and that's my point. Is later on in the show. Well, I'm glad I thought of this, and you concur with me. But well, there you go. <laughs> Remember, it was my idea. Anyway, let's get on with this. We have the Legends match. It is Alexa Bliss and Mickey James taking on Trish Stratus and Lita. It's brought to my Ooh. attention. It's brought to my attention that the crowds don't seem to care about Tristratus and Lita because if you listen to the reaction in the last few weeks, there has been not any reaction to either one of them, which is sad to them. I think the New York crowd will treat them better. Um, I still don't understand why we're having a tag match because originally this was two singles matches, but whatever. 
I'm excited for this, even if some people are not. Obviously, I think if, if you're going to do it right, this is Alexa Bliss to get the pinfall in this match and have her win. They won't do that. No. no. So Trisha Lee to win this match. Um, Sal, do you agree? Yeah. <laughs> so do I. Okay. And the I finishing think, move is going to be the Trish kick. Well, probably like a satisfaction into something. And they'll do some tag team thing. By the way, apparently Alexa and Mickey have some cosplay ideas for Sunday. So I don't know what it is. They have, they have, oh. they have something planned. Oh, my Lord. Special for this show. As Alexa said that on um, on um, Lily Garcia's show, she even said that at Ace Comic Con. Yes. She said that yes. at Ace Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. They, they have something planned for this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So, I don't know what it means, but we'll find out. It fits. Okay, let's move on to our main events. It is the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, the last women's standing match between Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Sal, yes. how is this going to go? Bex. You Bex? Bex all the way. See, I'm interested in this. I'm interested in this because Bex should be a babyface and Charlotte should be the heel. Even based on what they're doing, they should be flip-flops. So, Dad, uh, what do you think? I'm going to go against the odds, and I'm going to say Charlotte. Not really against the odds. That's kind of how everything the, works. The, the queen. This is kind of a toss-up match. It's kind of a toss-up. I think Manny said it well. I'm talking apologies. My heart's going Becky. I want Becky to keep this belt. I want Becky to keep it belt longer. I think her character since the quote-unquote heel turn has uh -huh. been fantastic. I think mm -hmm. Cole, I don't count it as a heel turn. I don't count it because the crowd won't, the crowd doesn't care. You know. It's just her character is I think New York more... is going to be yeah. in love with her. And if Charlotte wins this match, they may riot yeah. in New York. Well, <laughs> you like Becky's new character development where she's more edgier. So. I love the fact she's a badass bitch. How about that? There you go. We'll just be blunt. She's a badass there bitch you go. right now. And it's great. And if you have her sitting on a motorcycle, it's even better. Because that's that type of character she personifies, that edgier, strong type of woman attitude where bitch or basically, I get, you know, I'll you use anything. That if you get in my way, I'll take you out. I just don't know how this is a heel. <laughs> I just don't get how this is a heel. I, just, I don't want her this being the main event. I think Becky and Charles should be the main event. But anyway, Ronda Rousey defending the Raw Women's Championship against Nikki Bella. I guess the, <sighs> the question I have is why are we having this match? And number two, how long is this match going to go? Not even who's winning. We all know Ronda's winning. But how long do you think this match is going to go? Dad, there we go first. I'd say you get 15 minutes and the match is that over. That is way longer than I think it's going to go. <laughs> and the only reason I say that oh, yeah. is because it's a pay-per-view. And you won't get Guess your what, money's Alexa worth. Guess Ronda Rousey was three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that was I'm saying, three minutes. You want, you, <laughs> That's SummerSlam. You, here's the thing. No, I know that. You've pumped up this pay-per-view, this all-women's pay-per-view. Then first, you give Becky and Charlotte an hour. There you go. There's your, there's your issue. There's well, a long well, match. They, yeah, there you go. Hour. So if it goes long, <laughs> so if it goes long, then the next match will be, have to be shortened due to time constraints. Not really. It's a network. What do they ever care? You, the network is caring about time constraints. We want WrestleMania for seven and a half hours. We can't worry about time constraints on the network. Well, you don't want to. You don't want to have to pay these people extra for going a minute over. They went seven and a half hours of WrestleMania. <laughs> They went four and a half hours at hell to sell. Well, Why the fuck do they care about typing trends? But here's the thing. <laughs> do you have the money to pay all your help for if they go over? It's WWE. Don't give them Saudi money. <laughs> well, I guess... Look at all the blood money from Saudi Arabia. 
Right off. Wait a minute. So you're telling me since the guys bailed out our El Presidente, they're going to do the same thing for Vince? They're paying $40 million for Crown Jewel. They're paying $40 fucking million dollars for Crown Jewel. I so, think you can throw some pennies at so the people. So are you telling me they're putting... The show go I was going to say, you're telling me they're going to put blood money into evolution? Is that it? Why the fuck not? They're going to boost up the women's paychecks. Wow. Sorry. So you're telling me the evolution has a little political edge to it? Is that it's it? It's happening four <laughs> days before I show any kind of women on. What do you think? Wow, conspiracy theory. It ain't conspiracy, wow. it's fact. It's a fact. And anyway. This, and this is why we have so much fun doing this show. This is why. So, three weeks ago, you missed the show, and we were venting just like this for an hour. This was like an hour two weeks ago. So, you were not. But anyway, back to my point. So, how long is this match going? If it goes more than three minutes, I'll be shocked. <laughs> I was going to go maybe five because of Brie Bell interference. That's the only reason it goes that long. That's my reason why this shouldn't be the main event, because it's going to go so short. And mm-hmm. if there's something I learned at Ace Comic Con... Okay. I hate the Bella fans. <laughs> I hate the Bella Twins fans' face. I really okay, hate so them. Like, with a passion, I hate right, them so, so much. <laughs> uh, I, so, since you said that, do you also hate when little girls dress as the Bellas? No. I don't mind little girls doing it. Okay. I have problems with grown men praising Nikki Bella that she's a great wrestler. <laughs> I have a problem with when you know it's a lie. You know it's a lie. My girlfriend and her wife is making me do this. There was a guy in a freaking Bella half shirt, and he wasn't a gay guy. I would have had a problem with a gay guy. It wasn't. <laughs> this happened. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No. The bigger problem would have been if he came out dressed as Nikki Bella with full makeup and entourage. I'm shocked you we know? didn't see that. <laughs> I'm shocked it didn't happen. I'm not going to lie. Wow. The wrestling audience that was there in Comic Cup shocked it didn't happen. We were being so nice last week and I just gave up now. Wow. So nice last week on our review. <laughs> okay, so that is evolution. Is it underwhelming, Sal, this whole show? A little bit. <laughs> All joking aside, like, I don't know. I just, I was so excited two months ago and now it's happening Sunday and it's kind of like, so are okay, pay per view Sunday. <laughs> are, are you saying it's kind of like a me type of pay per view? Well, if you watch WWE paper, programming, Crown Jewel's happening. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. Well, the point is, though, Crown Jewel's happening. That, oh, Evolution's also happening, too. That's what it felt like the last week. So, are you it's telling me? It's a go-home week, and okay. I understand the Roman Reigns situation kind of yeah. took a, took steam out of the show this week. I get it. But, so, are you on. telling me that there's more emphasis in Crown Jewel than there is in Evolution? Yeah, it's because men are involved. <laughs> That's what it is. But I'm just gonna be blind on honest here. But here's, men are involved. But, but here's the thing: there will be men watching the Evolution pay per view. I agree. My point is that they were gonna be honest and say, "Women's pay per view, yay!" Why did it, why did Randy Orton versus um fuck did he face on um, Jeff Hardy yeah. made event SmackDown and mm-hmm. not Becky and Charlotte? Okay, here's another question. Explain that to me. Why, why did, did that happen? Why did more guys watch Baywatch than than, than women ass? Because boobs, tits and <laughs> ass sells. Okay. But my point is, this is not a tits and ass pay per view. This is evolution. This is not supposed to be that kind of show. Yeah, but it's not. It's, why did the main? Why did SmackDown not end with the women? But here's the thing: Why do men watch women wrestle? It's because they watch it for the boobs and ass. This is in 2000. 
This is actually not 2000. It doesn't work for me anymore. That excuse does not work for me anymore at all. So I'm sorry, but it doesn't work okay. for me. So then you go on a different angle and basically you have more women wrestling, so basically you can attract more female viewers to your product. My That's point is, why was the main event of SmackDown not evolution-related? Why was there one segment on SmackDown talking about evolution? Because one! And they didn't even have a fucking video package hyping the show! Because I think Stephanie wants evolution to stand on its own. Fuck Stephanie! Fuck it! This is a pay-per-view! Treat it like a pay-per-view! I understand that. I understand it. I understand your frustration totally. But I think Stephanie wants Evolution to stand on its own. And you know what? So, hype it like it. Hype it like it then. Hype it like it's a real show. Well, maybe Daddy won't let her. Fuck that shit. Do it anyway. Okay. Anyway, we got to end the show. Sal's got to go. So we got to end the show. <laughs> Sal has things to do today. He has to have plans. So I got to let him go in a minute. And damn it, Spotify. Stop doing this. Every time I put a new song on, because I have to go through my phone because the computer's being weird, I have to keep pressing the buttons. Weird. I just don't want to play the music. Oh, that's weird. There we go. Perfect. There we go. We're gonna end the show with our little head over head above water. Mandy request. I couldn't think of a song this morning, and Mandy threw his fun at me. So there you go. Good choice. Good choice. That's it for the show style. With take it away, go. Uh, for more information on our show, including where you can listen, uh, go to the Show.com. Our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages, and comment. Our show is part of you, and we will read it. Okay. Our show is part of the Philly White Podcast Network. You can hear me on Clerks Minute talking about Clerks 2 every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And um, nobody's but today we'll be back in December every Tuesday. I just had to reformat some things. Next week, obviously, Ponyville Cider Fest coverage. That's going to be the top thing next week. There will more than likely be a Pucks and Polish talking about In the Heights. Also, um, if Crown Jewel does happen, okay, if it's happening <laughs> and it's going to happen next Friday, me and Dad will sit next week and we'll do a preview show talking about Crown Jewel. Wow, I'm so excited about this. Can you tell? But we'll do it next week because we don't miss WWE pay-per-views, so we'll do it next week if we have to. <laughs> so is that sarcasm in your voice there? <laughs> Just a little bit. Okay. Um, before I forget, by the way, um, you're hearing this on Friday morning. Tomorrow night, we're going to be at BCW show um, in Waukesha, the Halloween show. Yes. Going on on BCW, so we're going to be there tomorrow night. The too. Road to Dishonor? No, this is actually the Nightmare on whatever street the show is on. I forgot the name oh, of the yeah, street. Yeah, yeah, it's a Nightmare yeah. or something. It's, it's a Halloween theme. So, um, yeah, say, say your thing. Hey, once again, it's been your pleasure, and please support your local wrestling independent organizations no matter where you live. These are the future professional superstars that are going to make it to the top. So go support them. Show them that you have love for them. They'll give you love back. And as always, when you go to these organizations, thank the promoter and the owners of the organization because without you guys, they would have no support. All that being said, thank you all for listening to today's show. Um, I hope I didn't blow your ears out with that laugh right at the end of the show. <laughs> what? I'm just getting my hearing back now. I'm Mike. I'm Sal. Mark, and have a fantastic Gormical day. That's my line. You've been listening to the Blake and Style Show. Have a good day, everyone.
Now I'm confused. Um, um, see ya. Above water, I lose my breath. At the bottom, come rescue me. I'll be waiting. I'm too young to fall asleep. So can keep my head? Above water, don't let me drown. It gets harder, I'll be shooting. At the altar, as I fall down to my I was trying to do something with audio, but everything decided not to work for you. Yeah. The whole time I do a trick. <laughs> I thought maybe you were doing a pause for dramatic. No, effect. I was trying to play the Roman Reign music and then play the clip I had, and then my soundboard decided to break. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, I got all, all discombobulated because everything literally just is freezing up on me. So hang on. Like, give me one second here. Sorry, guys. This is, I got really. We're such amateurs. Oh, it's not even that. I had everything all set. And then literally my screen says, speaker studio, not responding. So, like, <laughs> I, I, I was literally all queued up to press the next button, and then everything just went all haywire. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you know what it is? Even the professionals have these issues. I listen to other shows. This, this, this happens to everybody. <laughs> I actually laugh. This isn't going to be on the show. I'm just going to say this. I laugh when I listen to other podcasts, and they have issues because I realize, oh, yay, they're all, they're everyone, everyone has problems. Yay. Technology, <laughs> don't you love it? Let me try this again, now that I have everything working now. All right, let's try this again. Play. Fuck it, the fucking button won't work. Is she still married to Nickelback? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't call the whole band, not just, not just him, just the whole band. Uh, Thank you so very much. Goodbye, and good night.